Blog Talk Radio. This conference will now be recorded. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's uh, Weekly Weather for the week of March uh, 28th to April 3rd, 2022. Uh, we're trying new things. You can tell I have a ring light now. We're advancing. And thanks to my friend Ed, who said, hey, first impressions, very important. Set it up so that when you look in, you're not necessarily seeing my kitchen, which is right over there, but maybe the blinds, which are here. So we're advancing. We're trying new things. We're being very, a little bit every week, a little of this, a little of that. Forward we go. So when we're looking at the energy of the week ahead, we're going to be looking at how we go forward in terms of uh, new stuff and new directions and new vitality. So first up, we're going to encourage you all to really kind of think about this week as a new beginning week. We have a lot of energy around how to start stuff, beginning new energy. We're going to have a lovely new moon, which is all about bringing that Aries ingress. The moon's going to come along and add emotions to it. So we're going to find ourselves becoming very passionate, very intense, very forward motion. That's all good. And I will, um, you know, continue to keep trying and sharing my screen and see how that works, see if, see if this actually, it works and it happens. So we're going to click on sharing my screen again. And now we're going to go look at the presentation. Ooh, all good. So, um, again, we're still in learning mode. So if this is a fail, I'm just honoring failing is okay. Uh, so here is our Mercury entering Aries. That happens today. So Mercury enters Aries uh, a little bit earlier today at 3.45 a.m., and this is the chart cast for Washington. And you can see all the planets are back on the left-hand side of the chart, back on the same side of the node. So what that does is it invites us, it encourages us to kind of curl up. Look at how they're all bundled together there. Curled up to focus our intensity focus our passion. We see Mercury down here on a world point, so we expect some unusual news, some interesting information to come out. Mercury in Aries is fast, quick, snappy comments, snappy ideas, snappy communication. Uh, we also know that we're working with the sun having recently entered Aries. We're really working with kind of a passionate energy in the sky. Mercury this week is going really quickly. He's going to go 15 degrees. So basically, he's going to aspect every single planet in the sky in some form or another. And we'll go through those in a few minutes. But remember, when Mercury's in Aries, he's like, quick, quick, fast, fast. I got this, I got that, I got to do this, I got to go there. So we're going to really feel that passionate intensity of Mercury as he kind of inspires us to, um, to try new things, to think new thoughts. Might be a little sharp-tongued, might be a little frisky in how he communicates because Mercury in Aries is the sign of the scalpel. Uh, cutting words, sharp words, matches, illuminating fire, starting new things. So new ideas, new visions. I got a ring light. We'll see how it works. Um, evolution, right? So Mercury is encouraging us. And a little bit later in the week, we're going to have a new moon in Aries. So we're going to talk about that too. But you can see the planets all curled together there. Now, when they're all in a clump like this, it's called a bundle chart. It gives an intensity, a focus, a drive, a passion. So people are going to be very passionate this week, very intense. 
And if you know that, it just makes it a little easier because you're like, oh, they're, they're intense. Oh, they're intense. Oh, they're intense. You're going to look and see the intensity from other people around you. And as Mercury goes from zero Aries to 15 Aries, I mean, that's fast. Just a week, he's going 15 degrees to 2 degrees a day, almost his top speed. We're going to watch him stimulate everybody. Remember, when a planet goes through a degree, if you have that degree in your chart, it activates. So any planets you have at zero, when Mercury entered Aries today, he set them all off. And then any planet you have at two, tomorrow he's going to wake them up. Actually, later today he's going to wake them up. Then three, he's going to wake up tomorrow. And you're going to be, oh, Mercury, fast communication, fast words. Now, um, I'm going to sneeze. I can feel it coming in. No, maybe, yes, I'm going to sneeze. I've never sneezed on air before, but there we go. I guess it's true. So Mercury, as he goes through, he's going to activate all these points. He's going to go, oop, oop, wake up, oop, oop, wake up, oop, oop, and deliver messages. Not in dreamy, drifty Pisces anymore. He's in precise communicating. I have to tell you this. You need to know this. Uh, of course, Mercury's in Aries is war, so the rhetoric of the war is getting a little more heated, more intense, more passionate with the war in Ukraine. And we're really working with this energy to kind of understand it on a new level. So that's the initiating energy of Mercury. Um, then we have the Venus-Saturn meeting up. Now, what happens when planets come to meet Saturn or any planet? We have what's called a conjunction. Conjunctions end an old cycle and begin a new cycle. So Venus, of course, takes a year to go around the chart, around the sky, around the sun. So she met Saturn last year in Aquarius which was good. They had a little conversation. They did some work for the year. And now as she's coming in, you can see over here, she's at 21. So any planets you have at 21 are getting very activated by the Venus-Saturn conjunction at 21. And you can see the Juno, the marriage, the partnership planet, Venus planet, Saturn planet. So we're going to hear a lot about relationships with this conjunction. And Venus and Saturn impose limits on relationships or conditions on relationships. They say, well, I know you thought that was what was going to happen, but we're going to limit it a little. Oh, we're going to take it down a little. We're going to subtract it a little. We're not going to give you quite what you want, Venus-Saturn. I know you want this, but Saturn says no. And remember, Saturn's the bigger guy, so when he says no to Venus, she goes, Saturn, you old curmudgeon you. And Saturn goes, yes, I am a curmudgeon, and I'm happy being one. Thank you very much. Now, she meets up with Saturn, but when she meets up, she ends the story that she was working on all last year, and once she goes past him, she starts a new story. So we're looking at where she is, and we see she's in the West. Again, this is a chart cast for Washington, adjusted for your own, but she's starting a new story over there in the Aquarian energy in that first house. And she's saying, we're beginning something. We're offering something. We're starting a new journey. And she rules the direction we're heading in. And Uranus, which is the planet of change, is about to go into new section of the sky that he's not been in before. So we know that there's the changes that Uranus and Saturn worked on all last year. Saturn's in new territory. Uranus is about to go in new territory. And as he does so, Venus is going to go, ah. Finally, because she's going to be on the other side of Saturn after Monday, and then she's in a whole new area. She's ready to roll. So there's a nice energy for Venus 
starting a new chapter. Now, next week, Mars, when he, on Monday, next Monday, he's going to come and join Saturn, right? And that also releases, lets go of the roadblocks. Now, Mars takes 22 months, 24 months, to go around the circle. So the last time he was there was when we, was March of 2020, when we began COVID. So we are hearing we're taking off the mask, we don't have to be vaccinated. In New York, we're going to let the sports people play in the stadiums again. You don't have to wear your, show your vaccination cards. There's all this releasing of the restrictions that we put in place two years ago when Mars and Saturn met up. And now Mars is in Aquarius freedom, and he's going to go by Saturn. He's going to go, we have some freedom, and Saturn's going to go, yeah, let's start a new two-year story. But this week, as we lead up to the conjunction next Monday, we're going to feel blocked. We're going to feel like, oh, my God, there's all this stuff to do. I don't have any time because, remember, Saturn's time. Mars is go. Or I'm trying to get this done, trying to get this done, and I keep running into a roadblock. The roadblock lifts next Monday, but you're going to feel a lot of pressure this week as Mars pulls into that and kind of sets that up. So we're going to watch for that energy. And that, of course, that Venus-Saturn takes place on Monday uh, this week. Mars-Saturn takes place Monday next. But the, the Mars and Venus are hanging out with Saturn, so they're really trying to um, give him permission. You know, Venus is like, hey, Saturn, and Mars is like, hey, Saturn, and, you know, Mars and Saturn don't get along. Venus and Saturn, he's indulgent of her. Uh, but he also is like, you know, Venus, I'm not, you know, no. So watch for nose this week. It's just a week of nose. They're talking to Saturn. He goes, no, I know you want it, but no. Now, the other thing is Venus and Saturn, you can see they're here at 21. They're squaring the nodes of fate. That's a situation we call in the bends, and in the bends means similar to when you do scuba diving and you come up too fast, this can be a little painful. But it also is we have to make choices when the planets are in the bends. And so there are Venus, which is our, what we love, what we desire, where we want to go, the changes we want to make, the node of fate, the people we want to partner with, the people we want to work with. Venus is like, so who's that? And then she says to Saturn, I want to make a commitment to this. And Saturn's like, okay, we can make a commitment. Or I want to end the commitment. I don't want to do it anymore. Big breakup week. Big breakup week. Uh, and even sometimes breakups that are quick. Somebody wrote me to write about um, Taylor Hawkins, the Foo Fighter drummer who passed. And I had said last week, you know, the Mars Uranus could very well be an unexpected loss, and of course, I think of rock and roll as being very Uranus and Taurus. Interestingly, Dave Grohl started Foo Fighters after Kurt Cobain died uh, with Nirvana in 1994. So we're hearing Saturn, because that's where Saturn is 29 years ago, right? So we're looking at a Saturn cycle for him having started this group, and now with the, the, left, the loss with the death of Taylor, we're shifting. And, of course, that Mars-Uranus, unexpected Uranus, that leaves departure. Now, Mars-Uranus doesn't mean people always die, but we do recognize that there's this energy of, oh, okay, like, what's that about? And I had said last week, you know, it's kind of aneurysm, sudden unexpected death, changes, so that energy is very strong. Then the next aspect that we have is this lovely new moon that takes place on Friday. Now, long-time listeners of this podcast know that I uh, do a new moon webinar, which will be Wednesday night this week. 
It's not up on the website yet. It will be. It will be set up uh, probably tomorrow. Um, so we're going to do a new moon webinar. But this new moon, we're going to talk a little bit about. The new moon energy is next Friday, and you can see the Sun and Venus are at 11 Aries. Right, they're down there in the third house of communication, right next to Mercury. Now remember, the Sun went into Aries. He said spring. He crossed the crossed the equator. Mercury went into Aries. He goes spring. And now the moon comes to the sun and Mercury, and it goes spring. So there's all this fire, this match energy. Aries is matches. There's all this match energy that wants to take off and go and do stuff. So we can feel the passion kind of building this week. And at that point, you can see Venus is going to be past Saturn, kind of in a whole new category. But you're going to watch for wherever 11 Aries is in your chart, because you're going to be initiating a new two-and-a-half-year cycle there, as well as a new 30-day cycle. So the two-and-a-half-year one is tied to the human gestation cycle. So the new moon that we have now, there will be an opening moon, an opening square January of next year, with the sun in Capricorn, moon in Aries. And then when we get to the full moon, Libra, in uh, the um, 1st of October, of 2023, we'll have the full moon, and then we'll have the closing square in Cancer, Sun in Cancer 2024, uh, July uh, 1st of 2024. So we have this new moon start, opening square, take action, that'll be next December, next January. Full moon, while we really see it, closing square, we're integrating and finishing. So this energy is initiating, look at where's 11 Aries is in your chart because we're starting a new story there in our journey of how we go forward. So, um, it looks like I did that wrong. <laughs> that kind of day. Um, so I have no idea how long I am in this process. Okay, so our little sheet of dates. Um, Mercury, as I mentioned, is going quickly. He's going from 0 Aries to 15 Aries. This week he is talking to everybody. So he's having a conversation with the whole gang. Most important, on the 31st, you want to watch who he is talking to, um, who you meet, because he meets up with the nodes of fate. He also meets up with the sun. Mercury and the sun are combust, uh, and that takes place on the 2nd of April. So you saw Mercury coming in into the new moon energy on the 1st, but he meets up with the sun. Mercury combusts the sun. Everybody thinks they're right. Don't even bother arguing them. They're right. You're wrong. Just Go your own way, and you you think you're right. You don't want to you don't want to listen to them anyway. So that's the energy. But very fast Mercury this week. Sun this week runs from six Aries to fifteen. So Mercury and the Sun are kind of dancing together. A lot of news, a lot of new ideas, a lot of new energy being sent out into the world, communicated, talked about. So pay attention to what you're hearing. Mars this week runs from fifteen Aquarius, where he is at the beginning of the week to 21 Aquarius. So every planet in your chart between 15 and 21 is going to be woken up with Mars. Mars is in Aquarius. He's in a very detached mood. He's not in the mood to fight. He's in the mood to discuss. He's in the mood to present opposite opinions. He's going to say, well, I know you think this, but have you ever considered that? He can be a little abrupt, a little abrasive when he's in Aquarius because he thinks you're kind of stupid. But you're not. But he thinks you are. So if someone goes, you know, you're kind of stupid in the way that they're talking to you. With remember that sharp Mercury, Sun in Aries, you kind of go, yeah, you're stupid too. You know, like and I just don't. Just remember, it's a 
week when people want to argue. People want to fight. Those Aries planets are feeling really frisky. And if you're not fighting, you want to get naked and maybe not boots, you know, have a little fun. A lot of energy, a lot of passion with Mars running from 15 Aquarius forward. Then we also have Venus um, going. Uh, and remember, as the sun goes forward in Aries, he is going to be sextiling. He's going to be moving into a sextile to the Mars. So they're, they're going to be kind of working together in like a little dance, fire and air, fire and air, let's dance. Let's figure this out. So there's a conversation going on there. Venus this week is running from 21 Aquarius through 28 Aquarius. And she, of course, has her meeting up with uh, the Saturn on the 28th. She also has a meeting with Juno, the planet of partner and marriage and relationships. So Venus wants to partner. She is serious about this. So this is a big week for her partnering. And she also has a square. Remember, Venus is in the bend. She's also going to square the nodes of fate on March 30th and ask them, say to them, hey, hey, like what are you doing? Why are you doing that? So it's a week when you want to, if you're asked a question about why you're doing something or what choices you want to do, you want to go towards the north node in Taurus. You want to go towards your Taurus house because as Venus squares the node, she's going to present you with an opportunity and rather than going to the south node, in Aries, go towards the North Node. And if you have to let some stuff go, because the South Node is in Scorpio, let it go so you can go forward to the North Node, because the letting go energy will be very strong. Saturn, of course, meets up and wants to partner on the 29th, but also as he meets up with Juno, he can say, I want to end a partnership. I want this partnership to go away. I don't want this anymore. So there can be some kind of funky dynamics around partnerships. Neptune this week on the 28th is hanging out at 23 Pisces. Now, Neptune's moving kind of slow, and Jupiter's coming in. You can see Jupiter rolling into Neptune. Over the next couple weeks, we're going to be asked to go through an optimistic forward motion new idea about how things are going to work, what they're going to be, where we're going to go with them, what that looks like. So there's a lot of energy here around new beginnings, new ideas, new directions, and as Jupiter and Neptune meet up on at 23 degrees, they're going to meet up and Jupiter's, Neptune's going to come to trine the nodes at 22, 23, right? It's going to trine the south node, sextile the north. Now, this is an interesting degree. Uh, the 23 degrees of the mutable are when Bhopal happened. They're also when Chernobyl happened. They're also where Putin's uh, Athena is. His Athena is 23 Pisces. So we know this next few weeks, with Jupiter and Neptune coming to Putin's Athena, we're going to have an intensity around whatever's going on with him. And he has some really difficult transits the middle of April. So we're going to watch that. And, of course, you know, it's worrying about gas, Bhopal, worrying about nuclear, Chernobyl. That 23 degrees immutable is a very flexible degree. And you can see we got a whole bunch of planets kind of clustering around 23. Saturn's there saying, no, no, no. Neptune and Jupiter are there going, yes, yes, yes. The nodes of fate, they're at 23 going, hmm, what could happen if we do that? Intensity, passion, focus the dream, focus the vision in the new direction. Very strong energy around doing that. This week, the moons are running. Um, here's March. Today, the moon is in Aquarius. 
uh, and it goes void tomorrow morning, uh, the 28th, at 10 a.m., 10, 10, 11 a.m., and is void all day Monday. Uh, and it goes void with conjunction to Saturn, moon conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. Moon enters Pisces at 12.32 a.m. on Tuesday the 29th, and it's in Pisces the 29th, the 30th, and remember the moon's void all day Monday the 28th. In Pisces the 29th, 30th, and it goes void at 2.37 a.m. on the 31st, and it goes void with the sextile to Pluto, moon in Pisces, sextile Pluto. That's nice. We're balsamic phase heading towards that new moon that takes place on the 31st in California, in New York, it'll take place on the 1st of April. Um, and again, there'll be a new moon webinar on Wednesday night, the 31st. I'm sorry, Wednesday the 30th. Yeah, Wednesday the 30th. Not up yet, but it will be in a minute. We'll be in tomorrow. Um, so then the moon goes into Aries, right? And it goes into Aries uh, at 5.30 a.m. on the 31st. And it'll be Aries on Friday the 1st. The new moon takes place at 2.24 a.m. East Coast time, West Coast 11.24. And then the moon is in Aries on April Fool's Day uh, at 11. This is the new moon chart. And then it goes void at 9.51 a.m. on Saturday the 2nd with a hard aspect. Uh, moon is square to Pluto. So it's a new moon with intensity, fixed energy. Ramadan begins uh, at sundown on the 2nd. Um, and the moon goes into Taurus at 12.50 in the afternoon, Saturday the 2nd. It's in Taurus the 2nd, the 3rd, and it goes void at 9.53 p.m. on Monday the 4th, and it goes void with the square to Venus. So we know the moons are nice this week. The Donald Blanford Day, the one that's a little tough, is going to be... Um, uh, they're not really particularly tough moons this week. They're, they're intense, but not tough. And they're void. There's a lot of conjunctions on Monday. Boom, 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 boom. But those are ending energies for new beginnings, but they're void. So you're kind of like, well, I'm ready to be done with that. And then during the rest of the week, the moon, are, they're kind of hanging out. They're in a nice place. They're not getting in an argument. They're not fighting. They're joining. They're uniting. They're, they're dreaming new dreams. So they have a lot of energy. That Pisces moon meets up with Jupiter, meets up with Neptune, and goes, ooh, dreams. I'll meet you guys. When, when you guys get together on the 12th and 13th, can I come to the party? So there's a lot of dreamy energy. And, of course, the Aries moon is frisky, but it also is intense. It's a, it's a square. We are at war, but there's an energy of how do we change that up? How do we shift that into a new direction? So it's an interesting week. The pressure is building because Mars is coming in to join Saturn. So as Mars comes in, you're going to feel, hmm, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, but I'm not getting through, but I'm pushing. I'm trying. I'm trying. And once he goes past Saturn next Monday, a week from now, you'll feel like, oh, now I'm free. Now I'm free. Uh, we also look at this. This is the moon uh, is for, the new, for New York, or not for New York, for Washington. It's the day of Jupiter, Jupiter's day. California is still on Mercury's day in the hour of the moon. So there's a lot of energy around moving forward and new beginnings. Lots of asteroids active. Of course, the sun and moon are on Chiron with Mercury. So there can be news of wounding. You can be wounded. You can have people say things to you that you find wounding. You go, oh, that really hurt my feelings. And it did. <laughs> and you have to kind of go, all right, well, you know, what's the origin of this wounding? Why are they being like that? 
And remember, everybody likes to fight when stuff's in Aries. It's just the way it is. So people are in the mood. They're a little spoiling for a fight. So you want to decide what you want to do. And, you know, you don't have to fight with them. Or maybe you want to release a little energy and you want to get into a fight. But fight about things that you don't really care about rather than the stuff you care about because you're going to get all real big ahead of steam with this one. Or you just go, oh, it looks like you want to fight. I don't think I want to fight with you. <laughs> Which can actually be more frustrating for an Aries if you don't fight with them because they want to fight. They like to fight. They, they enjoy the fight. It's fun for them. So, you know, frustrate an Aries this week. Don't fight with them. Or frustrate other people's Aries planets. Don't fight with them. Do new things. Initiate for yourself. Say, you know what I want to do? I want to do this. Mercury, Moon, uh, Sun, Chiron, this is my vision. This is what I want to get started. With that in mind, we're opening up the Anne Ortley School of Predictive Astrology, and I did the first webinar out there on my website, anneortley.com, about the Pluto return of the United States of America. It's out there. It's a 90-minute webinar. We are having three Pluto returns this year. We are having three precess Pluto returns in 2024. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. (laughs) So go out, buy it, enjoy it, learn from it, understand, you know, what are the transformations we're being asked to make. You've all had a Pluto transit of some sort at some point in your life, and Pluto transits always invite us to grow. So there's a growing energy here where your chart wants to grow. It's really interested in growing and doing new things. And then I'm also offering Cupful of Stars, which is going to start next week after the new moon, um, a, a new service from Ann Orley's Astrology Services, I'm going to record a daily podcast, six to ten minutes, with the daily aspects and email them to you. Not going to come on your phone, but they're going to come in an email format, and um, you will be able to listen to them and kind of go through each day. Like, okay, today's focus is this, today's focus is that. Priced at a very reasonable um, $17 a uh, for the month. Uh, you get billed on the 1st of April. You start you'll, This week you'll start getting some tests from me, so... Hopefully they work all well so that we're up and rolling by next week. Um, And forward motion into the week. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the week's energy because it's a big week. It's very much intense. It's very passionate. It's very full of energy. It's a lot of Aries. It's a lot of Mercury moving quickly. There's a go, go, go kind of quality to it that's deeply, deeply important for you to be thinking, like, what's my vision? What am I trying to do? Remember, all the planets are going forward full steam ahead until we get to May when Pluto stations to go retrograde. So we are launching a bunch of stuff now, and then we can modify, change, try it, but get the stuff out there. Get your things out into the world. These are great aspects for launching things. Not necessarily right on the new moon, but that Taurus moon which is next week, is really juicy for getting stuff done. And Mars goes past Saturn, and he's like, I'm ready for a new two years. I'm done with COVID. New stuff coming. What am I creating? So kind of get everything ready this week to kind of push out the door after the new moon next week, or the new moon this week. But wait till the Taurus moon has better closing aspects than the Aries moon. So hopefully that gives you an idea about how to work with the energy of the week. And I'm Ann Ortley, sitting here at the turquoise desk. And I want to shout out to my friend Ed, who took me through, and you need a ring light, and you need a good background, and you need this, and you need that. And so uh, hopefully you've seen an improvement. 
Uh, we're working. You know, I can get quite to makeup yet. I don't think I ever will get to makeup. But did you know that there's a thing in Zoom where you can give yourself eyebrows, you can give yourself makeup? I was fiddling around with it, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I'm in. What can I do? Uh, so hopefully this is helpful to you, gives you an opportunity in how to work with the week ahead, and you enjoy it, and you move forward. Remember, this is all initiating energy. Really, really take time to think about what it is you want to initiate and why, and give yourself focus for the dream. And do consider going and listening to the Pluto return story so you know what the story is that we're going to be working with over this next chapter. So wishing you a great week and have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. Take care. Ann Orley signing off from the turquoise desk overlooking, can't really see it, Boca Ciega Bay. Bye.